Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. This is Marissa right here, bro. This is the reason why I'm flying to all you niggas. <laughs> you understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even gotta say shit, because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Yay! Oh, we do start that with every show, huh? I kind of, I forgot that. Hello, it's Marissa Mendez. Welcome to Marissa Explains It All. How is everyone? Zoms is taking Mama Zoms back to the airport because she's returning to New Jersey. So we are Zomsless. I know, but Joyce is here. Taylor's here. Prime is here. I'm here. Ariel is on her way because she's uh, in serious cabinets. <laughs> Inside joke. I forget what it actually meant, so it doesn't even matter. Coenga. Oh, right. Oh, seriously, Coenga was what she meant to say. Yeah. But instead, she said serious cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a special guest. So wait, I feel like, how do I? So on Friday, it was BET weekend, right? So by the way, I'm so happy that's over because my body cannot handle any more stupid shit. Um, on Friday, I believe, right? Was it Friday that we met on Twitter? Yeah. Right. Day before floor. I was really drunk. And I guess, what did you just tweet me and say? I'll be in LA tomorrow? Yeah, I was like, let's link up. Yeah, yeah. So someone so tweeted me and was like, I'll be in LA tomorrow. And friendly Marissa, when I'm drunk, I'm very friendly. When I'm not, I, I usually don't answer anyone. But um, so you tweeted me and then I responded and apparently we exchanged phone numbers too because I was so, so drunk. <laughs> and then like when I woke up the next morning, I had a text like, hey girl, it's me, you know, landing in a few. So you came all the way from London. Well, first of all, introduce yourself and what you do and all that stuff. Yeah, so my name is Sophie. Um, I'm a music publicist in London. I've got my own music PR company called Music in Motion PR. I have clients in London, clients in America. So, yeah. My clients were out here for BET weekend, so I just ended up flying in last minute dot com literally <laughs> so it's been a bit of a whirlwind few days and Just then to, we we linked up yeah yeah <laughs> we did that was a interesting <sighs> evening <laughs> my entire BET weekend was did you go to anything Joyce no yeah I I'm just really happy it's over because I just did entirely too much I drank every single night from like Wednesday on um on Friday where was I that I was getting so drunk? Oh, there was like <laughs> some open bar at like an event. Then um, my girl Stephanie was hosting a party. So I went with her to like lore. And then we ended up, I don't even want to say who the person's house it is because I'll be a hypocrite because I've denounced them previously. But we ended up at this person's house and... It was like a strange land. We went there at like three o'clock in the morning. I know the place because I've seen it on TMZ. So I was like, oh, this is the front. Like I, I knew like exactly where we were in shit. Really? Yeah. And um, we had to check our phones at the front. Mm -hmm. And then um, did you meet the one dog that looks like a liger? No. It's like a Chinese something something, he said. 
and it's big as fuck and white, but like it has like a big mane in the front, but it's like shaved in the back. So like I'm, you know, like lion and a tiger. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. definitely looks like a, a fucking liger. liger. It really does. <laughs> but it's a dog, so it's not. It's a, a dog. Feline at all. It's a. It's a no. It's a dog. <laughs> what is a dog? A mammal? Is a is a feline a mammal? Oh my god, too many dog, too many animal things. I don't Science know. Science alert. <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite subject. Um, but you're a mammal. Yeah. Oh, like the song, you and me, baby, we ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Okay, anyway. Marissa's not good at explaining things today. (laughs) Anyway, so the liger is crazy, but then he also had, did you meet the other dog? It's like a a pug. I saw no dogs. Okay, well, there was mad dogs. This was a long time ago. And the dog was fat, and I tried to pick it up, and it was too heavy. This is my junior year of high school, so it might not even be the same house. Oh, my God. Yeah, probably not. I don't know, but... Anyway, people were doing drugs, and I've never seen drugs happen in front of my face. And <laughs> wait, we totally brought this upon us because you said last time you'd never seen anybody do coke. Oh my god! And I said everybody in LA that's twenty seven does coke. Facts. You were so right. Wow, I brought two things on myself because then the next day I brought something else on myself. So yes, yeah, no, everyone was doing coke, and I was like. Oh my god! And I didn't even have my phone to like occupy my time, like, uh, and like not look at someone doing coke. But like, that's all I could look at because I had nothing else to do. And it was just like so casual. They'd just be like, blah 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 blah. blah. It's very casual. Blah, blah, like- blah, 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 blah. And like, I don't know. I just expect like your nose to just bleed and stuff when you do coke. And like everyone was just chilling fine. I don't know. It was so like, oh okay, well that's nice. And uh, cool. <laughs> Not and, cool. Don't do drugs. <laughs> right. And then the person that I was, th- that whose house it was, I had complimented them on something. Well, their music, well, just like uh, an aspect of their music. I'm like, you know, that's, it, you do it a lot better than a lot of other people. So he's like, oh, come here, come here, look. And like he showed me some like YouTube video of him doing some type of music thing or whatever one time. And I was like, cool, dope, yep. And then he's like, oh, look at this other one. And then he showed me another one. And I was like, why did I start this? And then for an entire hour, one full hour, he played me an entire batch of music that he has not yet released. But you're not a fan of his in general. No, no, I'm not. Not at all. But before every song, he'd be like, okay, so I recorded this one in my bedroom and I was thinking da 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 blah, blah, blah. He would play it. Next one. All right, so I'm thinking I should get Bad Bunny on this. Like, what do you, you think Bad Bunny would sound good? Or do you maybe think J Balvin would play me that? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. For a whole know. hour, was we it just did this. you two? Yes, I mean everyone was around, like doing their drugs and shit. But it was just like <laughs> just me and him, and he was like literally consulting me for an entire hour on his music. And then like the my home girl, like my home girl that had brought us over there or whatever, came over, checked on us. She's like, "Y'all good?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just playing her some music, you know." And she's like, "Yeah, you know, she worked the radio." He's like, "No, I know, I know, I know her. I know, like that's what I'm. Tr- I just want her opinions." And I was like, "Okay, well." <laughs> So that's what I did for until six o'clock in the morning, and then um, and then I went home. So that was my one of my BET drunk nights. Good times, definitely. <laughs> then the next day was Saturday, so that was Black Youngsters party. That was wild. I don't know what I did during the day. I might have done nothing because I was probably so hungover and tired. We met at that place. Oh yeah, we did go get a drink when I landed. Yeah, and then I then we separated because I went somewhere. Oh, I went to the concert. Yeah, shout out to Dipperstein, (laughs) Rosenberg's agent. He invited me to um, the BET Experience concert thing with like Ray Shremard and I don't know who else performed because I didn't watch any of it. (laughs) But um, 
did that and then black youngster had his now infamous house party so that was so wild yeah as you guys saw on social media he rented out a house rented out a wrestling ring and put it inside of the house um i don't know if the actual like wrestlers made it to social media because i saw some outlets saying like he only had strippers like no he really had real wrestlers first it was dorky as hell but it was you know cool like dipperstein that i was he he's a wrestling nerd so he was fucking thrilled um, so three dudes wrestled each other for like that was like ten minutes, right? It wasn't it wasn't a very long batch or battle. Random, it was, it was <laughs> super weird. weird. And then like they had like really tight things, and like the white guy, his peen print was like so small, and I was like, gross. How do people have sex with white people? And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, um, then the strippers got in there. But by the time the strippers started stripping and stuff. I don't actually remember even physically seeing it because I was so drunk at that point that like the world was spinning and like so Mike even had there was a video of me like just fanning myself and like checking my phone while your all phone of is these- charging <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Zom's mom was there oh yes Mike's mother was there with us getting lit she enjoyed every second of it did she yeah she she's really did it? no she's really with the shits like Mama Zom's and she's I believe she's sixty five Mama Zom's is like down my mother on the other hand would never in her life have been there <laughs> but mama's mom was there she had a cup like she was she was i thought she was chill. tweeting <laughs> <laughs> she posted an instagram yeah she's she's she was critiquing the strippers the next morning oh. like she definitely had her thoughts and and things and then um i went outside and threw up in front of the cops apparently but according to mike oh. they were very nice and him and his mom just chatted with the cops as i did my thing and then uh, I got in my car, threw up again. Good times. I set up like four different, like I was supposed to hang out with like all these different guys, but I knew the whole time that I wasn't going to hang out with any of them. I don't know why I kept doing that. And now one of You're them. You're trash. Yeah, yeah. One of them hates me so much. They send me like all these angry texts and you're a fucking cat. I'm not your little fucking fling. Don't hit me at the end of the night. And then I'm like, yes, you are my fling. We're each other's fling. What do you mean? That's exactly what this is. It's I mean, never- has it happened before? Me and him? Yeah. Yeah, like way before. And then like I've kind of been like curving him for like the last six months. and. So you've just been stringing the fling along. Yeah. Yeah, I have. But like, it's fine. Everyone involved is going to be okay. I don't know why he got so <laughs> upset about it. But like every time he comes to L.A., I'll be like, yeah, yeah, babe, I'm definitely going to come pull up on you. And then I just don't show up. And then the nice. next morning I make up a story. Um, and then what? Well, one time he like texted me like three times in the middle of the night, like angry, like at least I tried, never trying again, blah, 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 blah. And I thought it was very funny. So I screenshot it and I put it on my IG story. I took out his name, though. You're trash. And then I hid my story from him just because like, you know, no, no need to rub salt in the wounds. Didn't need him to see that I was making fun of him on my own story. But I guess he wanted to watch my story from someone else's phone and oh. still saw it <laughs> and texted me like, what the fuck, bro? You're trying to play me for a sucker. And um, so then he was mad at me. But then I was like, no, I'm going to make it up to you the next time you're in L.A. And this was the next time that he was in L.A. And I played him every night. And so we're probably never going to speak again. Play a lifestyle, Although we, we <laughs> <laughs> But we probably actually will speak again because... It's whatever. So then the next night. Well, wait, back to the party that looked crazy all yeah. over social media. What were your th- takes on the party? That was wild. I wasn't ready. I like, landed like a few hours ago. I was like, okay, this is what we do. 
fuck. <laughs> Have you ever been to a party like that in London? No. No. I don't think so because for a start, it's like strippers in London ain't really too much of a thing. Really? Anyway, like, I've never been. To, I've been to two strip clubs in my life. That was in Atlanta in October when I went, and AOD last night. Oh so, shit. London is like nothing worth seeing like that. So, but do they have strip clubs? Sort of. They do have them, but yeah, like it's not. Is oh. it's not. It's not like not worth going to. Is it like old white people that go to those things? Probably because I mean, even in New York City, like there's the white people strip clubs, and then there's like the about about it strip clubs. Yes, I ain't gone to a party like that really. I mean, I guess I could say I've never gone to a party like that yeah. either. You don't often <laughs> was, go to a place. If I was, was at that wild. party, I would have just been shoving money into my bag secretly, discreetly. There was money oh, no, there everywhere. Was, there they was had someone calling someone, people out for that. Person. Really? His, one of his uh, managers, I believe. Do you not remember? L- she got on the no. microphone and she's, she's Melissa? Like, Melissa? Shout no, out Melissa. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not going to say her name, but yeah, I think she's one of his other managers. But yeah, she is like cussed about basically oh shit i don't know like i said by that point i was so gone that like i didn't even know they were like fully naked i I saw full vaginas on instagram and then i was like how is this more than that though the stuff i were doing oh yeah i heard they were like eating each other out and stuff like that that was on his story as well wow i did not see that i missed all of it it when i got back and i was like Mm-hmm. What was that? I remember this. This was this was what was going down. Did like, we all leave together, or did like did me and Mike leave after you or before you? Or no, nah, I called an Uber and then you were outside when I was like walking up to get it. So yeah, pretty was much. I puking yet or no? No, you nice. just let out of it. <laughs> 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 but I didn't get home till like God, like five or something. Wow, was and I had like two hours sleep because. The jet lag like fully hit me that that night and it was just too much. Nice. <laughs> a lot. So then the next night I went to a party. Debating on saying this person's name. Yeah, I'm gonna wait, just because maybe we'll be friends again. But anyway, it was this artist's house, right? I wasn't like I don't know him personally. I mean I I've met him a lot. I'm friends with all of his friends and stuff, but and I've been to his house a few times. But anyway, a friend of his invited me over to his house. So we're over there. <sighs> I'm usually really good in these situations, but I just started drinking way too much. We were like in a hot tub. Everybody was just having a grand old time. And at first we were just debating like who's the bigger Dipset fan. It was going so well. It was just really fun. And <laughs> I was proving that I'm like, I really know shit because no one ever really expects like a random girl to just know all this shit about Dipset. And I had it down pat. It was great. I love that you have a Finsta so I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Because <laughs> in the past you've shared stories and I'm like, who the is she talking about? Yeah, you currently. That's yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then somehow the conversation took a turn. I legitimately do not recall how or why Were you drunk? I took it there. Oh, no, I was wasted, which is oh. why I don't recall okay. exactly how we got here. Um, oh, man. I just remember, too. I was trying to get him to read like my article that I wrote about Dipset. Oh, my God. Why was I? <laughs> I just walked in the hot tub. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed just thinking about this whole conversation, this whole time. And so then, um, uh, I know he does not like someone that I'm associated with, right? They used to be friends. They're not friends anymore. It's not really beef, but it's literally like, take that out, please. Thank you. (laughs) No, seriously, don't keep that in. Um, 
it's not like they hate each other, but the the person whose house I was at just doesn't care for the other person anymore. And for whatever reason, I decided that right now, right then was the time that I should try to make them friends again. And for a really long time, apparently, I just kept debating this person about like why they should be friends again with the other person. And I brought up like his ex-girlfriend in the conversation a few times. And apparently that set him off and like I just the only thing I remember him responding with is yo you just brought up my BM three times in my crib and that's all I know (laughs) and I just know it was a hostile situation I didn't get kicked out though but then the person who brought me over told me the next day like yeah I just want to let you know because I'm real and I really fuck with you that um also last night when you left, he pulled up the article from Media Takeout and was like, this is who you're dealing with. And I was like, wow. Oh, exactly. No. So, like. And what is this Media Takeout article? For we don't know. Exactly. Y'all, y'all know. We, I don't like to relive the dumb shit that was fucking lies and shit on the internet. But one of the three Media Takeout articles from that week that he pulled up. And so I kind of feel like really weird about it because that's not nice. <laughs> and also, like like I said, me and that artist, like we know of it, like we've you know been around each other before, and like we mutual friends, but we've never really had like a real conversation. And like I never even knew he knew my name. So now I feel like, damn, all those random times I was around you, were you looking at me thinking like, wow, that's the girl from Media Takeout? Like that's not cool and stuff. And Aww. I also don't know if he hates me or not, but I'm, like, so embarrassed by the whole scenario oh. that I don't want to, like, hit up our mutual friend and be like, so where do I stand currently in this? And then, like, I'm really good friends with his manager. I kind of want to call his manager and see, like, hey, did he say anything? Or, And then I also want to call the ex-girlfriend who I'm cool with and want to ask her, like, hey hey, so your ex hates me, I think. Do you know? Did he say anything to you? (laughs) So, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions of how to move forward in this scenario? I mean, I don't know this man personally, obviously. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I would know him. But he seems like a really, like, nice, genuine guy. Which is why I'm upset at myself. I'm like, how do you piss that person off? He's never mad. So I feel like if you were to, like, encounter him again, he, like, has a big heart. So, like, maybe you can finesse it and do better. And, I mean, I guess in, in, in when it's all said and done, what I did wasn't exactly, like, mean it was like i was saying it was a malicious act. yeah it was actually the opposite like i was just trying to make everyone kumbaya and shit right but it's still the you're like and you know artists are sensitive too it's like yo my man's is bringing some dumb bitch in my house that's over here trying to talk about some shit i don't give a fuck about like i could see that being the mentality of like don't bring this annoying bitch around again or whatever and i really i just really don't understand why i cared to fight that battle when i don't really care about their issues with each other right I, i legitimately don't give a fuck i don't know why at that point in my life, I decided I gave a fuck. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. It was. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I feel like it, it. It'll it'll become water under the bridge at some point. I hope so. And like I told, I don't think it sounds that deep. It, yeah, hopefully not. And I told my mutual our mutual friend, I'm like, please 
say sorry on my behalf. <laughs> I was really, and he was cool too, though. He was like, yeah, I could tell you were really drunk. Like your entire man, all your mannerisms, mannerisms change when you're drunk. Your facial expressions change. And I was like, yeah, no, I was really gone. I mean, then I threw up like twice in their bathroom. Like I was really drunk. Oh, so. <laughs> sick, sticky weekend. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> no more alcohol for me. Oh God, Marissa, Marissa Lynn, I swear. Um, so, you know, maybe they'll excuse it as like she was drunk and like, I don't know, was I nervous? Was I just trying to show him that I like know people he knows? Like, I don't know what I was thinking. That could be it. I was trying to show him like, I'm cool. I'm yeah. down. I'm like in the industry too. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm, wait, I'm not a, what is it? I'm a cool mom. I forget the phrase, but yeah, maybe it was like that. Maybe that's what I, maybe that's where drunk Marissa was going. And as you were mentioned earlier and I'm like, oh, I talked my, this myself into that or whatever. Like we said about the Coke thing, the day before, like uh, oh. Toon had visited me for the weekend. She was, I'm so bummed she went back last night. I wish she could have came to the podcast. I want to meet her so badly. Oh, you guys haven't met yet? No. Oh, damn it. And I wish I would have so known. Cool. I think that was your NYPD so cool. friend that tried to come in. His, or the, is it Officer James? <laughs> Hello, Officer. What is it? Officer James? Officer Swift. Sorry. Officer Swift. <laughs> Officer Swift and Nick Martini have walked into the building. <laughs> Nicky zookeepers. <laughs> um, yeah, so the day before, I, Toon and I were driving, we were talking about being drunk and stuff. And she was like, you know, I've never done anything like that I super regret when I'm drunk. And I was like, yeah, me too. Like, I, I usually have, I'm like in control of myself. And like, yeah, I have like stupid texts with guys and shit like that. But I've never gotten myself in a scenario that I woke up the next day like, fuck, you idiot. Like, how did you do that? And literally the next day, I make this lovely, really nice guy hate me, oh. potentially. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Hopefully, though, as we said, perhaps next time I see him. I'll I mean, be... he's always, like, so high. Maybe he won't remember. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, maybe he was so high in the moment Smoke that, yeah, maybe he, he'll. He, maybe he blew it out of proportion in his mind. Because, because he was, he was so high. high. And and potentially drunk, too. I don't know if he was drinking or right, not. Right, exactly. But... So, like. That feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's nice. He is nice. We think. Goofy. Yeah. So, it's fine. But I managed to piss (laughs) off the nice goofy guy. Like, how annoying do you have to be to piss off the nice goofy guy? Really fucking annoying. He, I do remember at one point we're talking and he put his entire hoodie up and then like tied it. So it just. (laughs) (laughs) But he also could have just got up and left. He continued to engage me. Despite having his hoodie on. I mean, on. you were in his house. You're just going to leave his house. <laughs> expected yeah, but, him to leave his own house. <laughs> but we were in his backyard. He could have went inside. I mean, okay, Excuse me, leave. it would have been really bad if he had kicked you out. Right. So obviously, it wasn't like that bad. Exactly. So, I mean. <laughs> okay. Well, I, all that to say, alcohol is no no longer not going to work for me. I'm probably going to drink next weekend for 4th of July, but or is 4th of July on like a Wednesday? Yeah. Do people? I mean, I don't have a job, so fucking whatever. Have you made any progress with the job stuff? That's it. Well, there's other things happening, so I don't know. But currently still, as of today, I don't have an actual job, so okay. sort of. But anyway. So I say that to say, because I restarted my diet today. So <laughs> um, that would make 4th of July like my cheat day. So what is the longest that you've ever stuck to a diet <laughs> this year? 
I don't we think. Don't know. Um, I think two weeks is my new high point. Great. Um, back in the day, I was able to do it for months and months and actually lose weight. I don't know what has happened to me in the last few years that it's like one week, two weeks, three weeks is the longest I've hit in the last like four years, three weeks of a diet. And then that's hot. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and then I fuck up and then, uh, have you ever gone on a diet? If you did, I think you'd like disappear. Um, n- no, I've never gone on a diet. Yeah. But I've, I've, you know, like people do intermittent fasting? Yes. Okay. So I didn't really realize that it was a thing, but I've just been doing it my whole life because I've never had breakfast. Like, I never eat breakfast. I never so really eat breakfast. I, <laughs> I like it's my breakfast, favorite meal. But I've just, it's, I would rather have a bit of extra time in bed. <laughs> yeah. I like going out to go get breakfast. Like, if I'm going to go get food with someone on the weekends, like, I'd love to get breakfast because I enjoy breakfast food. But I hate like cereal and toast and that eggs. That's shit stupid. Um, but I like like potatoes and bacon and hearty breakfast. Uh, but every I- breakfast food is literally the best food ever made. Like there's so many different types of cereal. Like you can literally like I've never had cereal ever. Like you can have never. so many different flavors never. in one bowl. Oh, hell no. But apparently but you know you don't like it. I don't it just Oh right. Like- yeah, you don't even know. <laughs> because milk is gross. So I mean, I don't like milk out of anything other than cereal. I don't know, it's just, it doesn't, I just, it does, I, I would never go to the store and go buy cereal. Like, it just doesn't cross my mind. You don't, do you like marshmallows? No, not for breakfast. I don't like sweets. That's another thing, because uh. I feel like breakfast is really sweet, or that type of breakfast. But anyways, intermittent fasting. <laughs> uh, it, it's like when people only eat from, like, for six hours during the day. So only at two and only at seven, or only at three. and. Well, there's three different kinds of it, and that's one of them, yeah. Well, I've just been doing it my whole life, so I think that uh, it's kind of like dieting. I don't know. And I eat whatever the fuck I want to eat, because I like food. I can't stand it. Have you ever tried to diet? I mean, probably, like, every Monday this year. Right? (laughs) And then it lasts (laughs) for, like, two days? Fail. (laughs) I just like food too much. I love I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Figure it out later. Uh, I really want to lose 30 pounds. It's going to happen. I'm going to do it. I had a period of going to the gym for a bit. But then it literally lasted about, when I say a bit, it was like a month. And then I got bored. And I was like, yeah. Cancelled my membership. A large part of just like breaking diets is being bored or not having a schedule. So I think that It's not having a schedule. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the last time that I successfully dieted, I had the most set schedule ever. It never deviated ever for a, over a year. It was literally like exactly the same every single day. And like with my ex, with my boyfriend on the weekends and shit. And like so my Sunday would be my cheat day because we would go do like movie shit and stuff like that. And Friday nights I would just be alone because he would be DJing. So it was easy not to eat bad. And then Saturdays I would just be good. And the whole week I would eat like nothing. And it was amazing. And I lost mad weight. What happened to our good friend Malik and the Muscle Maker Grill? Because I I just am horrible at, like, keeping – I mean, we actually just spoke the other day. But I'm horrible with, like, keeping with a habit and, like, keep asking for, like, favors and random shit. Like, I can keep asking for, like, a month, and then after that I don't want to ask anymore. Why don't you just – I mean, I was actually paying for it just oh. at a discounted rate. Gotcha, gotcha. But then I, I had, like, I had to pick it up, which is, like, going out of my way. And then, like – had to initiate the conversation every week, and then I felt fake 
because I'm like, I should be like chatting and being like, how's the family? How's everything? But it's literally just like, hey, what's up? Can I pick up my meals? And then shout I feel out to guilty him for getting engaged. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Malik. Um, and did we, we talked about on the, on the episode that Cardi B came to his store one time, right? Um, maybe. Yeah. She came to Muscle Maker Grill when she was out here before she was like super duper pregnant and only like pregnant ish. Him and his girlfriend or fiance are so cute. Yeah. Yeah. And if, they're like goals. Yeah. I can't relate. I want to stalk them. <laughs> Wow, it just made me sad. It's hey, girl. My situationship just went to a family event with his ex-girlfriend, so that's cool. That's oh. how my love life's going, so. Aww. Yeah, whatever. Suck a dick. I'm still celibate. Are you really? Yeah. How long are you celibate? How long has it been? Yeah. I've had sex twice this year. Gross. And, like, the last time was, a, like was like, March, like, 13th. It's been a while. It's Carol's birthday. Oh, shout out Carol. <laughs> <laughs> What's your love life situation? It's non-existent right now. I can't even lie. Is it because you're so busy working or? Yeah, pretty much. So like, what is your day-to-day -day like? Pretty much. Well, I live just outside of London, so I have to travel up each week because I do PR for a clothing brand as well. So I work out of their office at the store once a week and connect them with artists and whatnot. And then just meetings in and around London the rest of the week. So I'm like back and forth. You have clients in America too, you said, right? So how did you even get in contact with those people? So really, I just, well, I start, I've been doing the PR about two and a half to three years now. And I just sort of built it up like I started, honestly, like social media, like connecting with people on there and just knowing the right thing to say at the right time. And... That's how I've approached like a lot of people. Like, I landed Maya as a client. Maya, on, yeah, the singer. Yeah, on Twitter. Like, what? literally, she randomly followed me back. Uh, What's your Twitter? Yeah, what? <laughs> my Twitter is uh, Sophie underscore J underscore nineteen ninety. And yeah, literally, just like she followed me back. I DM'd her, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm interested in working with you." Um, do you have a UK publicist at the moment be down to like, you know, obviously get her? Because she wasn't really having like regular rotation in the UK like that on radio and stuff. So I was like, are you interested? She's like, yeah, I'm interested. Um, hit up my manager, blah, blah, blah. Did that. And yeah, I did like PR for her for like two months. Wow. And it, the press I got her is like still on her website. So I'm going to cool. start messaging UK artists and tell them <laughs> I can be their American publicist. like, just <laughs> loads of stuff, like, from Twitter has happened. It's crazy. Like, but that's usually, like, what you do. Like, you'll just, you'll be an American artist's UK publicist so that they yeah, can Yeah, so, yeah. like, at the moment, my clients are, like, Transly from Hustle Gang. Um, and I was called Neela. She was out here for the awards. Um, Graf, who, I don't know if you know. The rapper? Yeah, it was yeah. in Love and Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I've had a lot of meetings since I've been out here as well. Like, I don't really want to say it just yet. I don't want to jinx Yeah, them, don't jinx anything. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know my girlfriend, Melissa, too. So how did you guys meet? So, again, we, I don't know how we got talking, but it was definitely an uh, online thing again. And I was talking to her about doing some PR stuff for problem at the time this was about probably a couple years ago now and i think i just randomly got him like a couple bits of airplay mm. and we stayed in touch and then i got a separate brand 
I started last year called The Female Hustler, which is just like a website like dedicated to like females who are like just killing it within their field, like whatever it is basically. And I did an interview with Melissa like end of last year for that. So we just oh. stayed in touch. And then at the party was the first time we met in person. Did you oh. know she was going to be there? Oh, yeah, because I knew like she had just started managing Blankenster. Oh. So I was like, I just figured, yeah. So yeah, well, the dots just... Oh, and you met Connecting. me on Twitter too, so it's like that's exactly. how, how it happens. That would be happening. <laughs> Shout out to me being drunk, because if I wasn't, we might never be here. Exactly. It's a beautiful thing. Keep drinking, Melissa. I, <laughs> I met you online too, Joyce. Yeah. I sent you an email. Carol was asking me how you knew me before that, but it, was it from like Joe's thing? No, it was from um, Hot 97. Uh. And I remember you were on the Improper Etiquette podcast. And I love a bunch of podcasts. I feel like you were just doing podcasts. Yeah. And I was like, she's so cool. Nice. That's what landed and me on Media was... Takeout was improper etiquette. Never <laughs> anything I said on Joe's podcast. It was fucking improper etiquette that got me on Media Takeout thrice. Thrice. Mm-hmm. How did they figure out who it was? Or how did they think they did? Because they would just put together like different clues like, for one story I told that I went to Houston, it was like some sucker dude that had listened. He knew the Joe Budden podcast already. And I guess he just felt like fuck with me after that or whatever. Because by then I was already off the show. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe he was like, like a weird Joe stand. I was like, right, fuck this bitch now. <laughs> and so like one story I, I said I went to Houston. And so like he took the audio, made a YouTube video. I got all the YouTube videos pulled though, thank God. But made made my audio over a flyer of a person that was also having a show in Houston that same weekend or Dallas or wherever the hell we were uh-huh. and was like, oh, this, she's talking about this person and then like showed my Instagram post where I tagged like a nice hotel or something uh-huh. and they're like, obviously. What is these social media detectives? It was crazy town. And so then they took that YouTube video and they went on a, a message board that like a lot of women go on or whatever and they made the headline like, oh, Marissa Mendez fucked with so-and-so in Houston or something like that. And then they put the same exact thing on, like, this message board that a lot of dudes go on, too. And, like, the message board's, like, it's a lot of podcast people on there, so, like, they listen to all the shit or whatever. And then Media Takeout always goes to that girl site and, like, scrolls it and picks up their stories from there. Gotcha. So I want to say they picked up that one first. It got so much traction, in a, in a way, that the fucking little fuckboy got excited and it was like, oh, shit, like... <laughs> This shit got hits and shit on YouTube or whatever. So the next day went and made another one of another story I told on the same episode with Laura and them and did the same thing. How like, many views did this get? It had. It, I don't remember because it didn't stay up for long, but I do remember like it was in the thousands, like which is why he got excited or whatever. And so then the next day made another one, did the same thing, posted it on both of those sites or whatever. And then um, Media Takeout picked that one up too. And was like, oh, NY thought DJ did this thing. So then the next day, media takeout was like, all right, well, this bitch is cool. Like, we fucked with her twice already. So then the next day, it was like, remember the NY thought DJ that fucked so-and-so and and fucked so-and-so? Oh, hell no. Here's more pictures of her. And then it was just a page of pictures of me, which was super random and stupid. But, yeah. So that was how I was on media takeout three times in one week. But the crazier thing is... And that's why it was so crazy to me that the dude pulled it up over the weekend. Like, 
media takeout is really not a thing anymore. Right. And, and this was only 2016, and it really wasn't a thing then either. And, um, like, you know, when you go to the shade room or when you're on Baller, yeah. like, that's who when it's a thing. Who is reading, like, okay, first, who's reading random message boards? Right. Who's looking at <laughs> media takeout? Exactly. So, like, I still want, to, I'm, I'm very curious to know, like, how he ha- was aware of this piece of information, like, I don't know. Now now it's like got my wheel spinning. Like, did people just, when I'm in a room, is everyone like, remember that media takeout article? Like, No. I, <laughs> no. Right. Because, like, it really didn't make waves. It was so much so that the first day when it went on media takeout, didn't I didn't even know. I didn't even know until the very end of the day. Like, because I, I do know from when I was blogging and stuff, media takeout always updated their site around, I think, like 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, this and this is when I was living in New York. I didn't find out until, like, fucking like 10 p.m. that day because someone just tweeted me like just the link loose and I clicked the link and I was like oh shit and it was just one person tweeted me the link like that's it so it was super weird to me that like anyone would know about it and then like then the next day like I got a couple comments when the second article went up and the only time I actually got followers was the third day when they posted all the pictures of me because they must have been like oh this bitch is cute (laughs) and I got like probably maybe like a hundred followers at the Mac like it really wasn't anything crazy or whatever but it wasn't like a big internet story it was just a media takeout so I really don't know how this person would know damn and now I feel like me talking about everyone's gonna just go back and dig it all up again but I mean if you guys listen to this podcast you already knew all that whole shit because there was a whole episode of me because it's when I had the podcast and I reacted to it and I was upset but also not upset because it was bullshit. And then we did a Hot 97 video, and I denied all the claims. And that same fuckboy went and posted that on the message boards, too. Like, Hot 97, Marissa Mendez denies fucking with so-and-so and so-and-so. Who are these internet? You have some trolls, Marissa. I actually have his home address. Pull up, pull up. I, I got it from uh, when I made the claims against his YouTube videos. I have all his information. How? That's so crazy. They'll supply it for you when you involve a lawyer, I believe. We should send him a package. Or no, we didn't involve a lawyer, but because it was a copyright claim. Like, gotcha. they'll give you the person's information. Like, we were able, because we had to provide documentation that it was an infringement of our audio and shit like that. Gotcha. And once we did that, they provided the whole thing. Wow. Little bitch. Hmm. Were you about um, to? Say, I feel like you were about to say something. Nice. Okay. Well, I want to look at your thing because I actually like some of the hot topics that you have pulled up for the week. Uh, like Justice for Junior. Have you been following it? Yes, have you been following I've it? Seen it. I've seen it recently. So yeah. this, yeah, this. The, uh, I've tried. I haven't. I've managed to not watch any of the videos. I didn't watch the videos. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't want to watch, watch the videos. Yeah. So I'm not like. I mean, the whole thing is fucking awful but like i i am happy that it's not bringing me to like fucking tears because i don't feel like my spirit could take it right now it's the, f- the 15 year old boy. Yeah, yeah poor yeah. fucking and like he was like the nicest little boy they've like tried to you know of course they're looking for dirt on him still just to have anything and there's like nothing there's nothing you could say about this <sighs> so fucking crazy and lost his life because he's five little fucking assholes well it's more than that right but they arrested five. They arrested five. It was like a case of mistaken identity. They mm-hmm. had meant to brutally murder someone, someone else. else. But they yeah. still meant to brutally murder someone. So right. good thing these I fucking read today idiots. One of them reached out to the boys. I think maybe uncle or something. One of the gang members. And like apparently apologized to him saying, oh, it, yeah, it was the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. Not that yeah. it's going to make a they, difference. Yeah. I was just like, wow. Hmm, a fucking life loss, but I think it's beautiful that um, 
Cardi B donated eight thousand dollars. Six nine. I don't know how much he donated, but he donated money to the family as well. Um, so Nikki posted it uh, recently. Oh no, that was something else actually. That was oh. triple X. Oh yeah, that's something different. Um, yeah, starting a fund or something. Um, Lala, Anthony, and, and Carmelo were there. Yeah, she um, she spent her birthday actually going to visit Junior's mom, and um, Junior was at, was a huge Carmelo fan. So they brought jerseys and sneakers and um, and other stuff as well. They didn't specify or whatever, but um, I I think that was such a really nice gesture that she really wanted to like go out there and touch the family and. Um, they had the services, I believe, today or yesterday, and so many people came out. It was so beautiful. <sighs> Maybe this will really spark some change. I don't know what or how, but I feel like it made the entire community come together. So there's some positivity there somewhere, somehow. His poor fucking family, though. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I was in an Uber, um, and my Uber driver was talking about it, and she was talking about how she had a son, and then at one point we just both started, like, breaking down crying. Really? It was just, like, so emotional. It's been a rough month. Mm-hmm. We lost this poor young man. We lost two artists. The Jimmy Wapo dude, like I said last week, literally just had gotten his Taylor Gang contract the day before. Triple X, you know very polarizing guy but like we see you know still had no chance to even write any of his wrongs if he wanted to mm-hmm. and um just been an all-around fucked up month these poor babies in cages yeah is there any update on that um nope <laughs> nothing i mean i know we got that it's not happening further right it stopped but we still don't have the babies home with their parents yet Right, I don't, there's like thousands of cases where people, like, they just think Over they're 2, not going to reunite. They're not going to? I mean, it's like, they're lost. It, it's like, it, there's no paperwork or they've already been sent back. And it's going to be such a long and difficult process that there's definitely going to be lots of accounts of people who never get their children back. So. And you have Supreme Court upholds Trump's Muslim ban. <laughs> right. That's another thing that happened this week. So it's they're saying that he has the executive order. To so do now it. he can do it because before he couldn't, right? He wanted to, but they were like, nah, you can't do that shit, right? Yeah. And now they're saying you can do that shit. Yeah. So he can ban Muslims from entering our country. Yes. Wow. What a fucking douche nugget. I did want to say, though, I know that, like, last week we were talking a lot about, like, leaving your terrible situations or, like, the neighborhoods that you come from mm-hmm. and, like, getting out of the hood and whatever. But I think it's also important to, you know, uplift the community that you're from. Definitely, yeah. And not just, I, I think it's like, I think in this case with Junior, I think it's really interesting that he wanted to be a cop. And I feel like we should support more kids that have, obviously, like sports and music. That's, it's really cool. And there's a lot of people who are talented in those fields. But I think we should also acknowledge that there are other professions that kids can go into. And things that are going to make an impact as well. Because um, I feel like we don't really emphasize that it's just in true. this culture. Yeah. Um, everybody's always like, you can play ball, you can, you know, get rich and do this, or if you become get into the music industry, you can also be a doctor, and you can be a teacher, or you can be a politician, or you can be work in law enforcement. Oh, my God, politicians, we need them right now. We need to breed, like, this right. next round of like amazing individuals that can actually get in there and make a change and not have to deal with shit like trump's stupid ass 
So I just wish there was like a more of an emphasis of that in our culture. I agree and especially with you. like on social media and you know when we give people give speeches and acceptance speeches and whatever and they're telling kids to like follow their dreams but I think everybody has such a similar dream because of what we're feeding them mm-hmm. where they're not we're not promoting all those other careers or not even careers just other interests too yeah we're not uh helping foster them and helping them grow into that's so true I know Kehlani is building something in like another country right now and I don't want to be making this up but I swear if I remember correctly it was to like help kids with their careers and shit like that and like mentor them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love Kehlani. But I also might be making that up but I know she's doing something really positive in another country right now <laughs> and I just think that's so fucking like Kehlani is an exact example of what you're saying yeah. like and it's not about the arts. I know for sure it's not. I mean like it's partially about the arts but. I really think it's like an all-encompassing thing. I'm pretty sure I have to go back and read it. But either way, like that's like she always says, like her dream of just like being able to like really give back and like mm-hmm. help shit like that. But to the point of what you said too, like I still think you know get the fuck out of your neighborhoods though, but go back and do beautiful things for right. them. Just don't fucking stay living there, which is what the issue has been with some of these people as well, or mm-hmm. hanging out there. Or just you know, they don't. Some people don't want to see you do better, right. and they don't have that reality. And so to them there's it's just pure hate and they, they want will you to do good but they don't want you to do better great. than them yeah <laughs> so it's just a matter of being careful and yeah but shout out to kilani for fucking doing that because we're gonna get kicked out oh, we're gonna get fucking kicked out do they kick us out who's next i don't know who we even comes know. after us but um and speaking of cardi b we'll get into that one more mm-hmm. last thing she's been secretly married since september that is so, so crazy. Wow. I love it. It also is like, holy shit, though, because like at that point they'd been dating for like what? Eight months, if that, five months, seven months. She seems like a very spontaneous girl. <laughs> I guess so. I'm really into the relationship, though. I love them together. I like how she was like, so you guys can shut the fuck up about <laughs> me having a child out of wedlock because, <laughs> bitch, I was married. Whole only thing is like, as fast as they say they did the wedding. So if you guys hadn't heard this already, um, apparently they just had like a super random day in September of last year, just woke up and was like, fuck it, let's just fucking get married and called someone to officiate it, brought them to their house and Cardi's only witness was her cousin and they got it done right then then and there. And then so the public engagement was really just kind of like a show of affection really, just to like for offset to show like, now I'm gonna really hold it down, I'm gonna really get you a ring and do a real proper wedding, blah, blah, blah. But all that to say, like, because they did it so spontaneously, do you think there's a prenup? Oh. That's scary. I know they both have their own money and shit, but, like, shit could get ugly. But she's such a real bitch, she might just, I don't know. I don't know. I almost feel Uh like there isn't. I almost feel like there is. I'm inclined to believe that there is because I feel like Offset is very business-minded and has always taught, like, Cardi is consistently singing his praises as far as, like, oh, he taught me this, he taught me that. You know, he helped me get my business straight, he helped me do this, he helped me do that, and then she even went over to his management. I feel like... But maybe it's the other way around that, I don't know, in the long run, it's not her trying to get his. It'd be him it's trying to get him hers. Trying to get hers. Well, that makes me concerned too. But so I say that to say, like maybe they're both smart enough for they before they did that. Like, yo, let's just get this shit. Let's make sure we do have some sort of prenup because we're both smart business they're people. They're both so real. I feel like they would just both be like, yeah, let's just do that. <laughs> I, 
and it not be and it not be awkward. So. I don't know. I hope that uh, I hope they did something because I would hate to see like in the long run that um, he comes and gets her money or some shit because that could happen. She's fucking making bank right now. I mean, he is too, but I think right he's now one of three people. She's having she's her one moment. Of one. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, that could be bad. Let, let us know your thoughts, guys, what you think, if they got a prenup or not. Did you put the emails in here? Um, I have screenshots of them. So there were two. That... You can read the one that was to you. That was important. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, wait, we can. Okay, well, the girls in London didn't get arrested, apparently. The oh, UK yeah. Girls. Um, they said, we definitely did not get arrested. LMFAO, that would be scary. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, and they have... <laughs> To clear up a few things, me and my sister are definitely sisters, not twins. Same mom and dad. Same mom. Cool. Um, Dear Joyce, hello. My name is Jose. I just listened to the podcast while working, and I can relate to what you were going through. My mom, growing up, was also crazy in her own way. She would excessive spend money. She didn't work. Father slaved 16 to 18 hour work days to afford her spending addiction. I think you need to sit her down and let her know her actions can't keep going on. If she doesn't change the excessive spending, you should just move out. In my opinion, if you stay, you'll always be her scapegoat to fuel her crazy actions. Well, thank you, Jose. Um, I also just think my mom has really bad luck, and it also freaks me out. We are currently, she, she uh, I'm gonna start a GoFundMe, actually, because I need to be funded. <laughs> my mother, there are these people down the street from me who have in the past accused me of hitting their car. I did not. They tried to snake me through their insurance and the guy like blackmailed me and was like, you have to give me $500 because you hit my car. And I was like, I literally didn't hit your fucking car. I don't know what you're talking about. And then now my mom tapped their car, literally tapped their car. (laughs) And it's actually different people. There's like five people on my street that are all snakes. She, she, and by the way, these cars that they all have are like so shit. Like they're all worth like $400. Like actually they're like 1975 Toyotas. So my mom tapped their car and now they filed a police report for a hit and run. And then the district attorney is now coming after my mother and they're trying to get $5,000 from her to fix their car. The car is worth like literally a thousand dollars and now she's gonna have like a three-year probation and like all this jail time and like that's up on the line and like it's just so crazy that like people are so disgusting that they do shit like this and they've like called us trying to blackmail us and it's like a whole group of neighbors like in my neighborhood that are all working and conspiring with each other and so it's just really fucked up and I feel bad for my mom because it really stresses her out and she had to pay oh. for a lawyer and the lawyer was like $2,000 and now she's like a $15, $1,500 fine and like three years probation and they want $3,000 from her to pay yeah. for their car. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So. Holy shit. Yeah. My mom does not have good luck, like at all. And it really sucks because she's been through a lot. So I also felt really bad because I really shitted on my mom last week and she's gone through a lot, so. Well, we should start a GoFundMe. You want to? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to start one. And like, because this shit is crazy. It's going to be like $10,000 to it's. And I wish I could show you guys a picture of the car. It's like literally such a dated Toyota truck. And uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. People no fucking words. suck. And when I say she tapped the car, like she lit- it was like a, like a love tap. And they have it on video. 
of her like being like what and the car is so fucked up already she really didn't think that she fucked up the car because yeah. the whole car is fucked up and they won't show the video because I think in the video you can see that the car is so fucked up oh but they just are saying that they have the video well Surely they got to show it then. So, yeah, I don't know. But she already had to pay for a lawyer and everything. So, it's just going to become one of those things that's just really expensive. And, yeah. That's that. Aww. And I hate my fucking neighbors. Like, there's just... You guys should probably look into moving. It's not that, though. Like, once they leave, like, it's going to be fine. I live in a really cool neighborhood. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, these people are fucking snakes and they own auto body shops so like they're the ones doing the estimates for each other wow and it's like a whole network of like people it's really like crazy how do you live with yourself like that that's what i last time they accused me of hitting their car when i didn't hit their car literally the guy chased me down the street and was like you just hit my car and i was like no i didn't i don't know what you're talking about I went on, I, I like pretended to be like an OD Catholic and I was like, I really hope you know like God is after you and like this is really fucked up and Jesus <laughs> is watching. So you know what? Karma's going to get to you, dude. Like, and I, <laughs> I think that's also why he doesn't like me, but I, I like went on a full on thing. And he left you alone? Until a, a year and a half later, this shit with my mom. Wow. No, but like. He just rescinded at that point. Was no, like, no, 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 no. He, no, he kept pressing it and went through my insurance and was like, "Well, we'll get the insurance to to sort this all out." My insurance was like, "You didn't hit anyone's car." I was like, "There's no." Ev I was like, "No, literally, I was driving and this man chased me down the street and I shouldn't have ended up speaking to him. I should have just gone into my house." But I was like, "What? Like, I don't know what you're talking about." Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing that happened the second time. A girl chased me down the street and was like, "Back in October, your mom hit my car." And I was like, I don't think that she did. She doesn't even drive. So I don't know how that's possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. So wait, but with your case, insurance literally was like, there's no proof it's a dub? Yeah. But there's also, like, it's hard for me to, like, prove that they even know each other because it's a, it's different neighbors. But they're all working together. We know that. And, like, yeah. So it's a mess. Yeah. We'll start you a GoFundMe. So if you guys want to help my mom, and maybe this will shake her to not spend money on crazy things, and she'll have to pay for lawyer fees, and then we'll get her out of the alien world, too. Okay. <laughs> Work in progress. One step at a time. <sighs> yep. One step yep, at a time, yep, kids. Yep. All right. On that note, I'm going to go. I'm going to go home and do nothing like I've done all day. <sighs> maybe play some more Candy Crush. Really, really good. Um, maybe I'll write a biography, though. I'm kind of working on it, but probably won't do it. So... That's cool. Everyone have a great week. I'll talk to you guys next week. I feel like I had something important to say. I don't remember what that is, though, so we'll just keep applause going. And I'm going to leave. Oh, wait. Oh, Marissa, what is it? M-E-I-A podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. Yes. Things and like that. Oh, did we figure out the, 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 the Instagram TV thing? Are we going to do that? Yeah, we're going to do it. I didn't I didn't do anything to advance in that category. So, but. Gotcha. Taylor texted me about it. I just didn't respond yet. So continue watching us on YouTube and SoundCloud yeah. and iTunes and all those things. And we love you. And where can they find you on Instagram and Twitter? Uh, Instagram is SRJ Music Emotion, um, Music Emotion PR as well for just the press stuff. And then Twitter is Sophie underscore J underscore 1990. I hate people that have met underscores in their name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.